Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Nature is not friendly to me. I would like to be a friend of nature, but I just can't give her my unconditional love. I do have a love affair with trees, especially old, majestic ones, and they certainly are a part of nature, but as far as nature as a whole, I simply cannot commit to undying love. Trees, however, hold special meaning for me ever since I was a young girl. They provided hiding places, vast expanses of shade, and the comfort of being protected by a living thing that had been around so much longer than I had. If a tree is bigger around than my arms, I am thrilled to embrace as much of its girth as I can. I feel strength and love flow through the tree trunk as I gaze upward toward the branches that extend far beyond my reach. I feel supported protected, and whole around trees. But nature in general, well, that's another story. I never know if nature is getting ready to spring a trap on me. I'm hypersensitive to anything that scurries on the ground or has multiple legs. It could race over my foot or perhaps scoot up my pant leg in a panic. It could drop on me from a web suspended above or inch its way up my sleeve toward my face unnoticed until it's right there on me. Flying insects are also suspect. They come out of nowhere and have a tendency to go right up my nose or in my eyes. I tend to wear glasses and a hat when out in nature, just for these reasons, and sometimes I think I also need goggles. And there's so much dirt in nature. Well, I know it wouldn't be nature without dirt, and there wouldn't be trees without that either. Intellectually, I know and appreciate the importance of dirt, mulch, decay, and the like, but please keep it to yourself, would you, nature? I am a gardener, but I hate having dirt under my fingernails. I'm a baker, but wash my hands repeatedly as I go through a recipe. My father was also a constant hand washer, so I believe I come by my aversion to dirt and grime naturally. My father wore tie every day, even on the weekends, and I could never have imagined him walking in nature. I'm a lot like him, too. It's hard to imagine me walking in nature and enjoying it. I tend to perspire because there's, you know, heat, and that makes my skin itch, and then it gets blotchy along with the continued itching. I become uncomfortable and, worse, unpresentable. Once my sojourn in nature is over, my skin is covered with dried perspiration, which calls for an immediate shower. How some people can spend an entire day in nature and feel invigorated, well, I, I just don't know. It can be pretty hot in nature, but spring is a great time to get out and appreciate the beauty of sunlight after a long winter, or, as is the case in California, a few weeks of rain. Everything greens up and obscures insects, lizards, and the dirt. It's nature in its best makeup, cajoling us into thinking we're meant to share in this bounty. 
Look too closely, though, and you'll see there's a lot of unsavory matter just below the surface. And finally, there's fall, when all the leaves, well, fall and leave. The trees are barren. Spiderwebs are more visible, thankfully, but lizards, they've thankfully begun their winter vacation wherever they go. Lack of rain removes any chance of mud coming in contact with your shoes, but somehow dirt finds a way to cling to you, your shoes and your clothes. It's a fine mist of dirt with an ability to permeate even the best of shoes and stain otherwise pristine socks forever. Nature can sometimes give us a little surprise just to have the last laugh. We step into what looks like a solid patch of ground only to discover it covers a mud puddle lurking silently underneath. I imagine being out in nature ensures cleaner air entering your lungs, and that's a good thing. But does it offset all the other aspects? Well, I, I think not. I can lean out my window and inhale without having to suit up, trek out, and commingle with nature. I do enjoy walking on the beach, which is definitely my favorite part of nature, because there's only sand to contend with, and if you're careful, you can easily shake that off. Sea air has its own invigorating smell, and the waves stay safely in their own space at the ocean. There is no commingling of nature and my person without permission at the seashore, and in my opinion, this is a perfect way to appreciate nature. There are times when I feel like I'm missing out by not being in nature. I see my friends go off to climb hills, master mountains, camp in the trees, and I wonder if I'm giving myself the short end of the stick because of my dislikes. So I try again. I start small. Just a stroll around the neighborhood, preferably on or near concrete, because not many unsavory creatures hang out there. I sometimes even venture into the nearby woods, but invariably end up with my shoe stuck in mud or wedged between rocks as I try to cross a trickling stream or some other outlandish occurrence. This solidifies my belief that I am not meant to be there or to befriend nature as it doesn't befriend me. Sure, it throws me a bone with trees in the ocean, but it's clear our relationship is meant to be a distant one. Perhaps in my next life, I'll be an explorer, a lover of nature, or even some kind of scurrying animal. Well, that would certainly give me a different perspective for sure. But maybe if I just do my best to avoid nature as much as I can, preserving our arm's length observations of each other, I can come back as a tree. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.